Hey, 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 how y'all doing on this Monday? It is Monday evening, which means we're checking in with one another. It's check-in Monday just to see how y'all doing, see how y'all faring and getting along. On uh, this um, Monday, the 25th, it has been um, a long, long um, couple of days, I guess, uh, with uh, all that's going on, let me first of all say to those that are dealing with uh, loss of loved ones, let me uh, first of all say to you, um, we're praying for you, of course, as you look at the timelines of uh, this week, um, just so much and so many are leaving us, uh, people that we were just not expecting to leave this quick or this early people that uh, we thought would be here a while. And, um, of course, in, in my family, we've lost. And then, hey, from Durham, Delaware, uh, we've lost, you know, quite a bit, quite a few people. Um, Evangelist Pat Lewis, we've lost others. Uh, Carver Black, uh, just, just a lot of people that have been around and we've been associated with and we've lost in the last couple of days. And uh, even on um, yesterday, we were out and uh, some popped up on my timeline, a person that I didn't know, I don't remember, should I say, but uh, very young that passed. And so uh, there's a lot that's going on, a lot of people being lost, and we're certainly praying for those during this time. Some have lost to COVID-19, some are being lost to uh, other things, but we're praying for them. But, you know, the last couple of days I've been thinking about this and I wanted to share it with you this evening because I believe that most of us can witness or testify to this. And that is when you just don't understand, you know, a lot of times in church, we've been taught that we put our trust in God. And most of us, we really do. And we trust him and believe him. But then there comes a time when things happen in life that you have to just say to yourself, I just don't understand. I don't get it. Uh, and you pray and you ask God about it. You ask God, what is the answers? What is going on? And uh, sometimes he gives you the answers. Sometimes he don't. And then sometimes he's given you the answers before and you did not uh, recognize them or see them or pay attention to them. But then you say to yourself, I just don't get it. I don't understand God. What in the world is going on? What What's happening? And uh, in, in cases where you see, I think all of us prepare for things that happen if we have time to prepare for them. What do you mean? If a loved one passes, if a loved one is sick and you sort of in, anticipate that if God doesn't heal them, that they're not going to be here and then something happens, you can sort of deal with that. Even though the loss is still a devastating loss, you can still deal with it. But then there comes a time when something happens so quickly, whether it's a car accident and someone dies, whether someone has a heart attack, whether someone has a, a aneurysm, whether someone has a stroke, uh, whether someone that you anticipate coming out of the hospital and then you get a call and say they didn't make it, it makes you wonder and you ask God, God, what in the world is going on? I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I, I can't comprehend it. And I want to say to you that even though we've been taught that in the church and even we've been taught not to question God, not to ask God anything. Well, uh, my answer to that is if you don't ask God, if you don't question him, how will you know and how can he give you the answers if you don't ask him? 
and ask God, what is this? What would happen? Why? And God will give you the answers. We're not asking them with an attitude, with a bad disposition. Sometimes you just want to know, God, what are you doing? What are you saying? Um, when people go in and they come out, uh, in the case of uh, my sister Duranis, uh, we were actually anticipating her coming out. She had been in the hospital. She came home. Then she had to go back in for something that really wasn't related or anything to do with anything. She really wasn't sick uh, to that extent. And she went in. And then um, when we were told that she had transitioned, it, it makes you to sort of wonder. She had uh, anticipated and was on her way to Broadway. Believe it or not, uh, this year she was going to be in broad on Broadway. And uh, they were talking about taking up her uh, one-woman show and stuff. And she'd already uh, started the process on that and different things. And then when you hear her sing, you're saying, oh, my God. And you ask God, God, I don't understand. And I want to tell you something tonight. And I know this may may seem, it may help you, it may not. But I want to tell you, it's okay not to understand. It's okay not to understand everything. It's okay not to understand everything. I'm going to say it again. It's okay not to understand everything. Sometimes we put ourselves under a lot of pressure because we feel we need to get an understanding of what God has done, even though we trust him. I never forget in the year of 2000, I believe it was, when I got a phone call early one morning and they said that my niece uh, LaShawn's daughter, Zanil, had uh, taken ill at school and they had uh, sent an ambulance there to pick her up. And I, I rushed to the school and they said, no, they have already taken her to the hospital. And I never forget that morning walking into uh, the hospital and they uh, took me back to um, the room. At that time, I was a pastor. They took me back to the room uh, where her mother was sitting. And when I walked in, there was uh, my niece, 11 years old, laying on that table, stiff, cold, had passed away at 11 years old. And I never forget her mother uh, looking up to me and saying uh, to me, Pastor, talk to me. Never forget that that conversation. Talk to me. She said, talk to me. I need you to I, I, I need you to talk to me. And uh, the late mom, Tally, I'll never forget her saying something that stuck in my spirit. And I said to her, we have to trust God. We don't understand. We don't know why God would allow this. But Mother Tally said that we trust her into the hands of a God that never makes a mistake. Wow. <laughs> we trust her into the hands of a God that never makes a mistake. I want you to think about that. Think about it. We trust her into the hands of a God that never makes a mistake. And if we truly believe that, then he may give us understanding somewhere down the road. Then he may not give us understanding. If he does, we'll thank him. But if he don't, God, I trust her into the hands of a God that never makes a mistake. Think about that. That is something that we've got to think about. That's something that we've got to do, something we've got to believe. God, I trust you enough to believe that you don't make mistakes. I trust you enough 
to believe whether it's with Duranis or whether it's with one of my loved ones. Who is it? We don't know why God does what he does. That's why I stopped trying to figure God out. I just trust him and just believe him because he's already told us that my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. The way we think don't need, mean necessarily that's the way God is thinking. So we just have to trust God regardless. We've got to believe him and just say, God, I, I trust you. I don't know how this will turn. I don't know why, but I trust you. And since you don't think the way I think, I just got to believe that you know what you're doing. Why is it that God will allow one to go in to the hospital with COVID-19 or whatever it may be? And he brings them out, but another goes in and they never come out. I don't know. All I know is we have to trust God and trust him. I tell you, I pray that God would bring me out of the hospital. He did. But there are others that they prayed to and they didn't make it out. And we don't understand. And when you don't understand don't put a lot of pressure on yourself. Don't stress yourself out trying to figure out what God is doing, why he's doing what he's doing. Sometimes we never know when people are in certain situations. We never even know if they have asked God to take them out. I've seen other people that prayed and said, Lord, I'm ready to go home. And I've seen people that have held people here because they were ready to go out. Never forget once at my church, I had a young lady that was there and she was trying to see about her grandmother. And she had moved here from Memphis and she was trying to uh, go and get her grandmother. She was going to move her grandmother from Memphis to Atlanta so she could take care of her grandmother. And I never forget, never forget that that Tuesday night, she was getting ready to make the move the next day. And that Tuesday night, the Lord had me to say to her, and I said to her, I said, you know, I know you want your grandmother here. We were in Bible study. I said, but the Lord told me to tell you that you need to let your grandmother go. Your grandmother is ready to go, and you're the holdup. You're the one holding her up from going. And she broke in tears and cried, and she just said, okay, I'm going to let her go. And when I tell you she let her grandmother go Tuesday night and the next day, Wednesday, her grandmother transitioned. Sometimes we don't know. I remember when my grandmother was living, my uncle cared for my grandmother and took care of her. And uh, I never forget him getting ready to write a, a he was doing a, a book of her. And in the book he was doing, uh, her name was Olena. He was talking about her in the book. He was going to do a book for her, and uh, he was pressing himself to get done with the book. And the Lord said to him, uh, when he gave, when he put the title, the Lord said, change the title and put on the book in uh, memory of. And of course, we don't like to hear that. And he said, Lord, I, I, he said, I rebuke, that's the devil, I rebuke that. It ain't no memory, my mother's okay. And when he did that, he got sick and could not finish the book. At that time, he was trying to rush it. He couldn't finish it. And in the meantime, my grandmother passed. And the Lord had him know that 
you need to let her go. You're her hold up. She's, she's ready to go. She's tired. She's ready to leave, but you praying that she stay here. And, um, and my grandmother actually said those words. My boy, she said, uh, she called him Gene. Gene is holding me. And when she finally, when he let her go, she made the transition. It's not always for us to understand. And I know that's a difficult thing. And I'm sitting in a place now that I have to tell you, I, I'm still up all week for a week and a half. I've been trying to figure this one out. I really have. I've been trying to understand it. It just hadn't hit me yet. But I will say to you that I know I can't. I know I don't know why. Um, and so I have to trust God, believe God, all of us, uh, that a family here dealing with this, trying to figure it out. It, it really caught us, uh, even though sometimes God gives us signs and he says little things to us. And sometimes we don't want to hear those things. And we sort of, uh, push him away and say, well, that's not, you know, I don't know. Mm -mm, that's the devil. Sometimes God is letting us know I'm getting ready to do something and something's getting ready to take place. And so we have to change the way we think. Uh, I'm going to say this and it's, it's, this may disturb some of you or make some of you upset. But I think in some instances, church has done a bad job on certain things. And one of the things, and that is this here, understanding death understanding the loss of a loved one, it's okay for us not to have all the answers. It's okay for us not to pretend we've got all the answers. It's okay. I know, I, I know you don't believe that, but we don't have the answers to everything. Even if we pray fast, we don't have the answers to everything. It's okay not to have all the answers. If someone asks you something and you don't have the answer, it's okay to say, I don't have the answer to that. I'll pray about it and let's see if the Lord answers us. You don't have to have the answers to everything. That was Job's dilemma. Job did not have the answer to what he was going through. Because the Bible tells us what kind of man he was and he didn't understand. So you don't have to have the answers to all this thing. You, you don't understand it. Sometimes you'll never get it. You won't have the answers to it. And Job's problem was, I, I don't understand. That's why he went through what he went through. He said, I don't get this. I don't understand. God finally came and talked to him. And that was a great thing. But Job said, I don't, I don't get it. And if Job would have known that you're going through all this because the devil questioned God about who you are, maybe he would have dealt with it differently. But he didn't understand and he didn't know. It's hard sometimes. And that's the human side of it. We, we need to understand that we are spiritual, but we're human too. And someone once said to me, when a loved one passed, uh, you shouldn't be crying. You shouldn't, uh, you should be the man of God and be this and be that. And I ignored them because I understood that they didn't understand what they're talking about. Because the human side, Jesus even wept. And if Jesus cried, we certainly can cry. And sometimes you have to understand that if you don't understand, it's okay. We pray that God would give us the answer to it. Pray that God would give us the understanding to it. But it's okay if we don't have all the answers. I don't have them. 
I'm not going to tell you I've got them. I'm not going to pretend I know. Uh, I'm not going to fake <laughs> and try to act so spiritual like, uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I can't tell you. You know, I'm still grab, uh, dealing with um, uh, loved ones and, and people that have passed um, that were close to me while I was sick. I'm still dealing with that every day. I'm trying to figure out, Lord, what was that? I, I don't I don't get that. And then I started looking at people. I was looking at one of the pastors here from Atlanta. I didn't know him, but uh, I did see some stuff that he was doing. He was talking about 21 days of this, and they were going to be doing stuff. And I think he, he passed and had a heart attack or something. Uh, one of uh, my friends that um, – uh, one of my friends that actually um, – Jess was a good friend of mine. He was only 49. Um, I watched his, uh, I, I watched his um, Bible study online the night before, and he looked fine and was talking about Sunday. And next thing I knew, I'm getting the call that he passed the next day. And, and in the hospital, that thing was going through my mind and just so much. And, um, so again, and, and I'm done, but again, we don't have all the answers. If you don't understand, don't make nobody force you, push you, go through no changes. Don't let church people try to make you feel they got all the answers. We don't, don't let the pastor, anybody, prophets, prophetess, anybody, we don't have all the answers. If we had them all, we would be, we would be better and in a good shape, but we don't know all the answers to all this have no clue of what has happened. So continue to pray for me. Let's continue to pray for one another. Let's continue to call each other's name out. Let's continue to check in with one another, check on one another. Uh, you got somebody that is on your heart, don't don't put it off. If, if someone's on your heart strong, um, you know, do that. Yeah, Sister Hall, I... I yeah, it's hard. I, I don't have all the answers. I really don't. And and I'm being transparent. If I had them all, I, I would be like, I knew this. I, you know, I can't even tell y'all. I knew it was going to happen. Okay. I, I mean, I didn't know that. I, I had no clue. No, <laughs> I didn't. So it's okay. It's okay. Because guess what? Even after this, we still got to trust God anyhow. That's that's what we got to do. We still got to trust God. It ain't going to matter. We still going to have to trust God anyhow. Got to trust him. Going to still have to trust him. And I want you to remember that. that The late mom Tally put that and that thing is in my spirit. We trust in the hands of a God that never makes a mistake. That's with anybody. God never makes a mistake. He knows what he's doing. And we would love to have our loved ones here with us a long time. Just not always the case. And since they're not here, it's okay. But don't let church and don't let people that try to act like they, I don't want to say that, yes I do, but try to act like they, they God themselves and condemn you for not understanding whatever. <laughs> Just say, you know what, mm-mm. I'm just going to trust the Lord. 
I got to trust him through this. Only way I'm going to make it through is I got to trust it. Uh, Lady Martin is is uh, doing okay. The sisters are doing okay the best they can. They've got to deal with uh, this loss. And um, sometimes it takes a minute. And my advice to everybody that something like this happens, trust God. Take your time. Don't let people push you. Don't let me, people make you feel bad because you crying or whatever. You're supposed to get it out. Let it go. Don't let nobody fool you. It's, as I've always said, on this side, it's final. There's no more phone calls. There's no more hearing the voice. It's final over here. We're going to see him on the other side. I got that. But over here, it's final. And we got to deal with stuff. And we have to deal with uh, these issues. I have people call me all the time. Someone called me just the other day and said, how do you deal with this? Uh, and I had to explain to them, um, my uncle uh, has been dead uh, five years. This year makes six years. I still have his stuff that I haven't went through. And we were close. I got his, uh, I, I got the majority of his stuff. He left with me. I, I've still got his stuff. At, in my garage, I still got stuff at church. I haven't even been through all of his stuff. Some things I know exactly what's in there. I just haven't been through them. I haven't taken the time to go through it. Does that mean that I'm not healed? No. Does it mean that I'm, no, I still have my moments with him. My mother has been dead longer than he has. So I still have my times. I still have my moments, but I haven't been through all his stuff yet. It Because people don't understand when a person dies or whatever, it's not just that moment, but it's also once they pass, you've got to go back through the things that they left. Whether it's a house, whether it's clothes, whatever it is, you got to go back through it. If you're a child or, or their children, you got to go back through it. You got to distribute it. You got to do this. You got to decide what you're going to do with it. And all of that brings back memories, all of it. And so it's a process. It's, it's not just something that happens today. It's something that you got to go through. So five years, almost six years, I haven't been through all of his stuff. I've got all his notebooks of his preaching and everything else. I haven't been through a whole bunch of stuff. Every now and then I'll pull a video out and look at it, or I'll look at something and tears will go to flowing, or I'll think about my mother and tears will go to flowing. And then I think, Lord, why did you why did you take them? They were, uh, they were my support. They were my uh, greatest cheerleaders. That's how you feel. And you, you say to yourself, Lord, that, that, that just seems to be, you could have <laughs> left them here a little longer. And that's why I push. I've got to quit y'all. But that's why I push. Please, by all means. Love each other while we've got each other. Don't wait. I'm telling y'all right now, don't wait. Ooh, Pastor Martin, I'm missing so much. Don't wait. Tell me now. Tell me you love me now. Call me now. Text me now. Email me now. Inbox me now. Do all that now. Let me know what I mean now. Because when I'm gone, I can't hear a word you saying. And all the stuff you're saying is great. But tell it to me so I can go here with it. And say thank you. Uh, I had a, a text that came in the other day. I won't read it. But um, 
you know, my uh, son sent me a wonderful text uh, this past week that really was a, a tearjerker <laughs> for me. But he sent a wonderful text, and I really appreciated him uh, sending it because sometimes we wait and we write a lot of things once a person is gone. And and then we start thinking, I could have done more. Well, let's do it now. Don't don't talk about what I could do could have done. Let's be more supportive of, of each other. Let's help to push each other. Let's help to push each other's plans, to push each other. Uh, I don't have to be the star. Let's help push each other to their goals, their destiny. Let's support. Sometimes I know we're tired, but let's support. I close with this. I never forget the story that Patti LaBelle um, told. They were interviewing her, and she was talking about one of her sister's that it passed. And this is what she said. She said, I came off the road and I was so tired. But my sister wanted, I think it was um, some type of sandwich she wanted. I can't remember, a chicken salad sandwich or something. And she said, uh, I was just so tired. And I, I, I said, tell her I'll come and fix it for her tomorrow. I'll be by tomorrow to fix it. She said, but when I woke up the next morning, I got the message that my sister had passed. She said, and I had to live with that thing. She said, I was tired, but I should have pressed to go and make that sandwich for her because she wanted it, not knowing she would not be here the next day. Let's stop putting off. When someone asked, when someone asked, <laughs> there's a reason they're doing that. If they ask you for, if they ask you, I need to see you or whatever, don't put it off. Go do it. You never know. Could be their last time. And so do that. Let's care for one another. Let's love one another. I've been on here long enough. Thank you um, so much for joining me. And uh, just do me that favor. Let's, let's stay engaged and keep in touch um, with one another. Let each other know we appreciate them. Uh, I want all y'all to know, I don't know all you personally, but I love each and every one of you. I really do. Um, and I, I thank God for you. And uh, my wish, my desire, and my prayer is for you to make it. Not for you to fail, but I want to see you make it. I want to make sure that you get there. And if there's anything I can do to help you get there, I'm going to work on that. Because I want to see you make it. Let's pray. Father, I thank you and I praise you for those, God, that have tuned in tonight as we check in on these Mondays to check in and to encourage uh, those to um, love one another, be kind to each other, support one another. We thank you right now, God, that we may not talk every day, but help us to show and express our love in ways to let those know that are connected to us, those that you've allowed us to be connected to, to let them know that we're praying for them. We're praying for their success. We are supporting and we're thanking God for each and every one of them. I pray that you would touch those that are dealing with any type of loss, God, during this pandemic or just uh, any type of loss, period. I pray that you would give them strength and courage I pray that you would touch them, heal them, God, even as they go through the process. I know that there are those tonight that were online. I saw one of the twins online that lost 
her twin sister almost two years ago, God, and she's still dealing with that of her sister being lost. I pray that you give her what she needs and touch her. God, many are dealing with back-to-back death. Look like they're moving in rapid pace from one to another. Uh, they have one service this month, and then the next month someone else is gone. And there are several that I've seen this week that within just a month to two-month period, they've lost three to four in the family. I pray that you give them strength, God. We need your help. We don't understand everything, and if we did, we wouldn't need you. So we pray, God, that you give us understanding. But if you don't, we're going to yet love you and trust you. We're going to yet believe you, stand on your word, and thank you for who you are, and bless you for who you are. God, you are our God, and we must trust you. God, we have no other, uh, nothing else to do but to trust you. We can't trust just the government and those things, but we have to trust you. God, I thank you for the words to that song that uh, the whining song years ago. I cannot trust in a political system, the world so rough that it's cold, finding just where they're barely existing. You're the only thing right left in a wrong world. And I thank you right now, God, that we trust you. We believe you and we take you at your word, knowing that you're able to do anything but fail. And so, God, we give you praise and we give you glory. And we still believe that you didn't bring us this far to leave us. We thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, amen. The Lord bless you and the Lord keep you tonight. Thank you so much for being a part. Thank you so much for joining me. Keep praying for me. Keep praying for one another. And I leave these words with you tonight in the song, in the words of my um, late sister. I don't believe he brought us this far to leave us. <laughs>